0: Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast by Business English with Christina. Joining the club is a great way for you to improve your fluency and confidence in English, meet people from all over the world, and have fun while talking about real-world topics. We hold one-hour conversations on Zoom six times a week, Monday to Friday, and our podcast listeners receive a 50% discount on the first month of membership, with the discount code FFCC50. Are you looking to improve your English speaking ability? Come and join us today. Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. What have you gotten out of conferences that you've attended? Hey everyone, a quick special announcement before we get into today's topic. If you want to send us an email with any English-related questions, ideas for topics, or any feedback, we now have a dedicated email address for podcast listeners. Send us an email at podcast at with your questions, comments, and suggestions. We'd love to hear from you, and we might even read and answer your question on a future podcast. Now, on with the show. Hi, everybody. Christina here for the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. I hope you're all having a good week, good month, and all of that. Um, I'm here with Christina today. Christina with a K. How are you doing today? Hey, hey. how are you? Doing good. Yeah, doing well, doing well. So let's see. Today we're going to talk about um, a subject, which I almost feel like is a subject from like the world before COVID, but maybe things are coming back to normal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Attending conferences and things that you've gotten out of conferences um, in the past. And, and it doesn't have to be um, conferences related to English because I think people you know, listening to the podcast or people in FFCC um, probably will not be attending conferences for English teachers. They would be attending events for their own job. Um, so we can talk about any type of conference congress convention which maybe like i always say conference but before we started recording this we were talking about the vocabulary of conference um yeah do you want to tell us a little bit about some of that
1: yeah yeah i've heard um i've heard conference i've heard hmm. seminar um i've heard convention convention yeah i've even heard assembly um but I will say I've I've heard Congress, but that one I really only hear um, in Eng- like British speakers because mm. it's kind of a
0: European phrase. I think. It, yeah, I think so, because in French it's um, they say congrès, which is written. Right. Like If you look at it written, it's like Congress with one S. Mm. Um, and I think in American English, I mean, when we say Congress, we think of like the government
1: yeah yeah it's congress like a congressman or a senator (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly it's like nobody wants to go there oh no (laughs) that's that's the one that probably won't work in the United States but um Mm. yeah I've heard seminar conference assembly convention
0: convention trying to think if there's any other words I've heard of I I think that's it yeah Mm. yeah I would say that's it um yeah so so Whatever we want to call this thing, we'll call it a conference just for uh, for to make it easy. Um, yeah, I, like in the past, um, what sort of conferences have you attended in your professional life? Well, so
1: I used to be a dental assistant years ago. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I definitely went to a couple of dental conferences mm-hmm. with the, the whole dental practice
0: of, of the whole team. Okay, right. So it's like everybody from the, the office would go and go t- together to this conference to learn things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the doctors, the dentist, the doctors, yeah. um, they would pay the staff
1: to attend and we would attend. Uh the dental assistants would go and the dental hygienists would go. Mm. And also front front desk people, the reception yeah. people. Um oh, they, right. they, administrative people they would go very interesting. It was it was continuing education on all of the new um methods of dentistry. It was yeah. really, really
0: Oh yeah, no, I I think it's um it's always really interesting. Like I've been to mostly conferences about teaching English um in different countries and, and whatnot. Um and it's all like it's always really interesting because you learn about you know, new techniques, new trends, new ideas, um, exercises that you can do with your students, uh, just things to like think about um, in terms of teaching. And it's it's not always just um, like practical stuff. It's also sometimes things about like um, the business of teaching English, or it can be like taking care of yourself as a teacher, and how do you like find the balance? And you know. Make sure that you're staying like mentally and physically healthy and, and, um, no, lo- lots of different topics actually. Um, and then it's, it's a, I don't know, I just like, I just think it's always fun to go and hang out with other English teachers and talk about teaching stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's always fun. And I like the, the different
1: aspects of conferences. Mm. Um, in some conferences you go, you'll have workshops mm. um, where everyone will get together and, you know, you have a lot of participation. Yeah. Um, and then some of the phrases you can think of as uh, um, keynote speaker. Mm. That's one of the, the important speakers, usually, yeah. one 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 a day, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, workshops. Um, and then there are others uh, where we may go to where it's not as much participation. Yeah. But attend. Like I've been to conventions before, uh, conventions of Jehovah's Witnesses, where mm. Uh, we learn the Bible. Um, yeah. uh, we've, uh, we listen to discourses and we watch videos yeah. and demonstrations on how to use the Bible in our everyday mm. life. Like, okay. Um, how to use the Bible to help us improve our marriage. Mm. Um,
0: everything. Like and how to use it as a tool in your life to, I guess, like have a better life, basically.
1: Yeah. Have a better mm. life. Be more content. Yeah. Have inner, inner peace.
0: Be happier. And using the Bible. Like um, as the tool. Yeah. Like, like a life manual. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. No, it's and I think it, it yeah, it's it's good when you have like um those different types of like approaches, I guess. Cause I mean sometimes, yeah, it's nice to just sit and listen to someone talk and like share their their knowledge or their thoughts or you know, reflections or whatever. Um, but sometimes you want like the more hands-on stuff where you can mm-hmm. actually come away from that uh workshop and like you know concretely change something um in your practice or in your life or or whatever um yeah yeah, it's yeah
1: now the conference that you went to with the English teaching did they um did they bring in like um different speakers from different parts of the world
0: um yeah there's so I've been to like I've done smaller conferences like um in Germany or I'm trying to think we're where, uh, Hungary or Poland or things like that. And it's kind of like wow. a, a little local conference, I guess. And so that often what they'll do is like, I've s- spoken at those conferences. And so it's often a lot of um, local teachers, and then maybe some people who come in from other countries, either to participate or to give a, a talk or a workshop. Um, But the Big conference that I usually go to um, is the International Association of Teachers of English as a Foreign Language, and there it's—I mean—it's like a tower of Babel because you have people from all over the world. They're all English teachers, but you'll have wow. people from like Nepal or Pakistan or Brazil or wow. um, Mexico. Like it's like it's fabulous, um, and so there's people from all around the world, um, all. English teachers or in the the English teaching industry, let's say. Um, so you get to meet people from all around the world, make friends. Like a lot of these people are my Facebook friends now. Um, and we like, we're always like, oh, we should just have like the conference, but not actually have the conference. Let's just all go hang out in like Manchester or wherever the conference is that year. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And you get to meet people. And like I've worked on projects from people that I've met at these conferences mm-hmm. um so it's all, always good for networking as well and collaborating and getting opportunities and and things like that yeah I know
1: with the dental the dental conferences the the dentists they use that a lot for networking making connections so that yeah. you know on a medical level they could refer patients exactly. to other dentists for different procedures and whatever yeah, yeah that's um, it yeah the, the conventions that I went to, that uh, the Bible conventions that I went mm. to, uh, I just made friends from all around the world. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's it. You're <laughs> like, okay, let's like, let's just make friends. And I think it's really neat because it's it brings people together. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone there clearly has at least one common interest, so that's okay. something that you can talk about. Um, you're all there for kind of like the same reason. So you know, if you just need to like start a conversation it's quite easy you can like talk about the conference experience I guess um and then yeah you end up making friends and it's uh no it's pretty cool
1: yeah so um I'm
0: curious with the the English teaching conferences
1: that you've gone to um have you uh, brought any of those what are the changes that
0: you've brought to to our business um mm. oh that. that's, that's a good question um takeaway <laughs> yeah. so what was my takeaway from these hmm. conferences um it's been a, like some of the resources that we that we've used like basecamp for example was one that i discovered um hmm. so basecamp for you guys listening it's the tool that we use as a team internally to organize ourselves and hmm. communicate and whatnot um Basecamp, uh, I think as well, um, techniques on like how to run online courses as well, like how do you set them up, how do you organize them, um, how do you like work with students online versus face to face, a lot of things about the there was a there was a, a moment when like the flipped classroom was like the hot topic at this at these conferences, yeah. Um, and the, this idea of instead of giving homework after the session, you would give the student work to do to prepare for the next session. Which, like, saying it, I'm like, this sounds so obvious, um. Mm. But I don't know. There was this moment <laughs> where it was this huge revelation to people, um, and myself included. You know, it's like, oh wow, we can we can totally flip how we do things, um. And I think especially maybe the biggest thing is um, this, it's an approach, which is called dogma, E-L-T, like D-O-G-M-E, named after the, I believe it's the Dutch uh, or Scandinavian um, film movement of the same name, which is all about, you don't script things. um, You don't have a lot of props. You go in with the actors and what happens happens. And that's, that's your film. Um, And that's kind of the approach that we take to the sessions with the students. You know, it's not, we don't come in and say, we're going to do these exercises and we've planned out the entire session. It's more, we're going to work with the student and, you know, work with them to find their objectives, to find what they need. And instead of preparing everything in advance, like, you know, maybe some traditional approaches would do um it's more about interacting with the student and going taking the session where the session needs to go based on what you see with the student um yeah Hmm. I'd say that's maybe the biggest thing and I've done like I've done a lot of talks on that topic because I think it like that really just changed my approach to teaching like radically yeah nice okay awesome Yeah, that's that's my favorite method. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like it's a I feel like it's a win win because like for the teacher, you're not going to spend a ton of time, you know, preparing your your session. So it makes the teacher's job a bit a bit easier before. But I do find that it is harder inside the session because you've got to like you have to really be focused on the student and what you're doing and what they're doing and constantly deciding, thinking on your feet instead of just following a script.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I used to work for um a another English teaching company. Hmm. Um won't won't name them but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the the lesson plans um the te- the this the company came up with them. Yeah. Um but there was a lot of just reading the slide. Yeah. It was online but you just there's a lot of just reading the slide, reading the slide. Yeah. Can you read and then I read part of it? I read a question that's on there. Now you were you know now can you read this paragraph? Right. Um it, it it was okay, but I don't feel like it was strongly effective because
0: yes. um, it did just didn't teach the students to just have conversation. Right. To so to be like autonomous and right. yeah, exactly. Um and I think that's part of the the approach as well. It's like you're not there to teach students how to fill in blanks, you know, how to do worksheets. You're there to help yes. them be communicative and you have to do that by being communicative. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't go through life reading a script
1: and, and, uh, and <laughs> <filling> in blanks, <laughs> you, know, you know, you don't, you don't go through life, you know, you have to be spontaneous with conversations and especially with our clientele, hmm. the, the professions that they're in, they're very professional yeah. in their field. And so what they need to be able to walk into a meeting and be confident and explain mm-hmm answer questions you know so yeah that's exactly it yeah
0: Mm -hmm. right okay so I think I think we've gone down and down (laughs) and into like oh the the fun and great things about conferences um but yes I'm thinking maybe that will give um the students in FFCC something to think about like what are the things that you've gotten out of conferences and how has You know, the things you've learned maybe had an impact on what you do in your day to day work. So, yeah, there's your talking point for this week. Okay. All right. Thanks, Christina. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. See you later. See ya. Thank you for listening this week. We are always trying new ways to improve our podcast, and we have just set up an email for our listeners to interact with us more. If you have any English related questions, topic ideas or any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Please send your emails to podcast at christinarobofay.com and you can find the email address in the show notes. We also offer the transcript of this episode for free so you can read after or while listening. And when you become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, you also get exercises on grammar, vocabulary, and pronunciation each week. So you'll be more directly connected to the topic of conversation each week and you'll be able to practice confidently. If you'd like to join the club, the link for more details is in the show notes for this podcast. And we hope to see you in the Faster Fluency Conversation Club.